and we're live. Hey, howdy. Boy, howdy. Just so, a little sick. Yeah. Um, this Eels. is episode 268 of the Hooniverse podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jeff Glucker, as it says in the screen down there. Um, and I don't feel that great, but I'm getting over a cold, so I'm not terrible. And I wanted to come up here and get these two assholes sick. Um, so oh, I've already been sick. I'm not going to be an asshole. <laughs> No, uh, the plan is to let you guys do more of the talking, even though since it's, I can't do that since it's the Hooniverse podcast. Since I, you I are the to... king of mucus at the moment? Yeah. Um, now, uh, I wanted to, um, I wonder if it's better than has us I didn't call him the queen of mucus. I just want to check queen. something real quick because I want to see the, lo- how, okay. Yeah, we're, we're really, the lag is minimal. Yeah, I, but I just because the I want to see if that supersedes the reminder that this sets starts at eight thirty. Like once you hit go live, it should just go live. Yeah, it does. Okay, it, cool. It, that supplants the other thing. All right, all right. I was just making sure. All right, so Josh, hi. <laughs> Good timing. Of yeah, time. this is hi. getting off to a smooth start tonight. Josh, um, sleepy. Guy, you right? just were at Irwindale. Yeah. Not, by the way, there's no news this week. We have other shit to talk about. Um, you were just at Irwindale for the season finale of the 2018 season of Formula Drift. Correct. How was it? It was an emotional roller coaster. Was it? Yeah. It didn't look like one on YouTube. Well, you weren't there. No, I wasn't. I was on YouTube. Drivers. No. Um, it was so. Vaughn won the event. Okay. Wait. Spoilers. Vaughn won an event. Yeah, that, that never w- happens. He does. It has in the past couple of years. So, um, but uh, my driver picker Oswald got second. No, that's just facts. Like you can look it up. He just hasn't been winning stuff. Okay. Um, well, that's I'm not, not the. I mean, no, that's not even. Aren't talk- you bitching tonight? No, that's not even talking shit. That's just numbers. <laughs> um, but I like Vaughn. Vaughn's a great guy. So, yeah. like for me, it was very difficult because half of me was like grew up watching Vaughn and being super into all the content he makes, being super into his car, super into everything he does. And the other half of me is like, you know, Frederick's one of my buddies. Obviously sponsored by the company I work for, so I was kind of torn there. But the battles are ridiculous. And what's he driving? Va- Vaughn has a Mustang. Well, yes. And then, but um, what's Frederick? Uh, a Corolla hatchback. Oh, so uh, a Corolla hatchback. Uh, Hachiroku? No, new one, 2019. I'm confused. So that car, <laughs> so that platform, so the way it works in FD is that if the platform that the car is on. Somewhere in the world, as an all-wheel drive variant, you can make it rear-wheel drive. Oh, that has an all-wheel r- drive variant somewhere? somewhere in, I, th- I want to say Asia. Oh, okay. Not America at all. Mm. I know that for a fact. Um, so it's a rear-wheel drive. Uh, so it's got space. So in other words, so long as it has factory mounts for a rear end. More or less, yeah. Okay. More. I mean, from my understanding, it's a super rear end. That's just what Papadakis tends to use. But the the mounts and everything's still there. Oh, okay. So, um. But the battle, so they went in the finals, and then they went three one more times, which is ridiculous. Well, explain what a one more time is for those who don't. It's basically the judges can't decide who wins and who loses, so they make them run it again. Yeah. It's a do-over in the most adult way possible. Yeah. Uh, We should just yell at Anthony and tell him to name it something um, even more obvious than one more time. What's that? Nothing. Oh, <laughs> uh, but so just t- tell us, tell us beyond that, like how the whole thing went down. Like, what was the weekend like? Yeah, so James Dean came in, uh, series series points ahead, forty points ahead of everybody. Yeah. So in order, and Frederick was in second. In order for Frederick to win, he James would have to get knocked out in top sixteen, and Frederick would have to win the whole entire thing. 
Um, they, so this is a third James scene. So we had the movie star, we had the porn star, and now we have the drift star. Yeah, the drift star who's he's my age. He's like 20, he turned twenty seven like the day on Sunday. So he's I'm twenty six. He's my age. Okay. Um, but he has basically won everything in the world in regards to drifting. He won FD last year and decided to come back and make us all look stupid again. Unfortunately. Um, so he came in like forty points ahead of Frederick. So in order for Frederick to win, James would have to go on top sixteen, and Frederick would have to win the whole thing. Frederick and James Dean both had a buy run for top 32. So their first battles were both buy runs. So they just, mm-hmm. have to, they just have to complete a run, not fuck it up. Both did that just fine. Uh, James Dean did a horrible chase run against Forrest Wang, who's in like a S14. Hold on. Last name? Forrest Wang. Hawaiian. That's fantastic. He's Hawaiian. That is fantastic. Um, ha- he just did a horrible chase run and immediately knocked him out. Uh, Osbo went, went against uh, his teammate, actually, Jonathan Castro. I saw it. the Castro lineup. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was Castro, kinda, who's a great. Castro guy. was killing it. Yeah, no, he. It was really. It was. It was. I mean, it was cool because obviously. Fred yeah, was my I saw him uh, because he went up against the five nine nine and just completely destroyed him, didn't he? Mm, yes. Yeah. The five nine nine gave right out though, didn't it? No, he did not go. He he practiced against the five nine nine, but, but he the, competed who's running the new um, who's running the new C six drift car. That is Matt Field. No. Yes. Well, there's two C6s. Yeah. The, are you talking about the blue one? Or the, the Falcon yellow? one. That's Matt Field, yeah. Okay. So there's a gray and orange Yeah, one, because that one... Which is Dirk Stratton. I think he blew a rear end or something, right? The the Matt, Matt Field's car? Yeah. No, he has having motor... He was having, he was having motor breakup issues on the uh, outer bank. Okay. He was having it all weekend. Okay. Um, to the point now where the car would just drop power and you just slide down the bank. I, which well, I guess it's it's a relatively new build for this year, isn't it's, it? Yeah, this is the first year it's been. Yeah, I guess. Well, it's his car. Out. There's been a C6. There's been Corvettes before. Yeah. And the C6 by Dirk Stratton ran Pro Two the previous year, so it's not. But from my understanding, they're not sharing any type. Yeah, what's of been interesting to me lately is I've been seeing like um, uh, all the little like YouTube drifters, as I like to call them. Yeah. They're all starting to jump on like the C5s and the C6s as drift missiles now. Yep. Which I is mean, smart. Uh, I mean, a C5 is is such cheap power. Like you wouldn't like with a. Everybody thinks with a if you if you find an unmolested 240, that no uh, which yeah, g- granted it's impossible. But then you're, they're also like, oh, you need to LS it. You need to do this. You find a cheap C5. Yeah. You it's don't need to swap the engine. Yeah, exactly. Well, that and the other thing is, is like all the systems automatically work because they were built to work with the LS engine immediately. Yeah. And you spend all this time, energy, and money. To get the chassis and the suspension on a 240 up to what an LS, you know, up to what a C5 or C6 could do. Yeah. When it's just like the only thing you really need to do to a C5 or C6 is an angle kit. Um, not for pro level, but I mean just to fuck around. It's not yeah. like an S. It's not like an S13 or something where you've got to yeah. do a bunch of shit. Yeah. Like the C. The, I think depending on like where you are and what what events you're gonna do and safety requirements, you could probably just strip it and put it bucket seat and a new steering wheel in it yeah yeah maybe even i mean i don't even think you need a hydraulic e-brake so i think it's not enough power anyways you don't have to, uh, yeah you don't it's not gonna really be need to but i have seen it i have seen it oh I would, i've seen uh I would, it would be preferred but yeah i saw one guy actually running a um he was doing a wsx trans am really yeah yeah i've seen i've seen nice. i've never seen anything competitive but i've seen like yeah, yeah no, this wasn't stuff. But I think that the I think the F bodies are probably going to be a hot new commodity. F bodies or even slightly newer like SN one ninety seven Mustangs. They're yes. still a little bit pricey. It's but just, even but even one of those with a V six is still three hundred horsepower. And yes. you pull everything out of it. How heavy? I don't know weights on top of my head, but it's not going to be all that heavy. Yeah, it's just the um, like the F bodies are real light. Yeah, 
Uh, like mine was only 3,200 pounds, and that wasn't a stripped car. Yeah. Um, so that. And so what's stripping it? 300 pounds. Stripping it? Yeah, you can take three or four hundred out of it. Yeah. I think. So. Um, nice. So yeah. the the it was a great event. Oh yeah, it was amazing. Um, your guy, your guy, came in second. Correct. Overall. Yeah. Um, how do you finish on the season? Second, second overall. Yeah. And second at the race. Second overall. Correct. Um, so he had a good run. Uh, this year, there was a lot of talented drivers out there, though. Like people. It, yeah, it was a weird year because of the last event. A couple people pulled out. Uh, um, why is his name? Christoph's Blues pulled out um, specifically because his goal at the beginning of the year was to get top three, and mathematically it was just impossible for so him to do it. So he save his money. I mean, that's that's the talk, talk of the town. There's also a talk of the town that he's just not going to come back, Yeah, which would be, re- be a real bummer because he shreds. Yeah, so. and his cars are nuts. Yeah, his, um, e- his E92 is crazy. Yeah, I should... Uh, I mean, we're headed to SEMA in a couple of weeks here. I really should probably just set up, like, I'm doing a couple of, uh, a few different panel shows. Mm-hmm. I should really set something up with some of the pro drifters so we can talk about, like, you I know. I would talk to Corey. Yeah. He knows everybody. Well, I know Corey. I know yeah. Corey a bit, so. Yeah. Corey will help you out for yeah, sure. Yeah, let's, let's talk after this. Because yeah. I want to get, like, a few pro drifters on so that we can actually talk, like, the reality of, like, how much money it costs and what it really takes to get into it. Yeah. And for people not to expect to get rich on this stuff. Um, no, I know. I mean,. Even your top guys like JR aren't making like crazy, crazy money or anything. Like it, they've got well, a good life, but well, it's not well, like J- he's backed J- by Ford. He's JR doing all right. Jerry JR has a Casey Curry like program, right? Where JR's they call it the Ultimate Fun Haver Tour. That's basically somewhere like two weekends a month. Yeah. Uh, and for people, JR is Von Gittin. Yeah, Von Gittin Jr. And so. He gets to sell all the yeah. RTR stuff, which is like... Sells all the RTR yeah. stuff. Through at, dealers. But yeah, through I'm, dealers. I don't mean necessarily like all the ancillary stuff that he gets as oh, like yeah, yeah, utilizing yeah. his name, but I mean yeah. purely as a driver. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. not making a ton of money. Sure. Um, yeah, sure, sure. Um, so it, it was a good season. Um, you'll be excited to... Is Irwin Dale coming back for next year? Do they know? Or they don't know yet. It's always. <laughs> I think it's like a three-year lease starting this year. So, okay. but I would love to see Orndell go away. Personally. It's like, yeah. really. I would love. To, I would love to see FD go to another track that's not Orndell. And I understand it's the House of Drift and it's where drifting, where drifting started, and that's awesome. But it, it's it just we just something. Uh, I'd argue with that designation. Well, that's what they call it, the House of Drift. Yeah. And it's like in a, in the states, it's where the first drifting comment. I think the that first may be, but like, like D1GP I, I really or, credit that to like Tony Angelo and those guys at like E Town, where they well, yeah, were but really they, well. No, the first like, what's the phrase I'm looking for? The first like regulatory competition. Yeah, was, and they all came for that. Forsberg, Tony Angelo, all yeah. those dudes. So I mean, they're definitely part of it. Um, I mean, I was a kid when that stuff was going on. Yeah. So. Well, yes, you're like ten years younger than us. Right, you're yeah. still a kid. Um, well, so now. <laughs> Sliding over because there's no news. I'm going to start sliding into some of the cars um, that I've been driving this week for Hooniverse. Um, I don't think we spoke about it on the show because I, I, I wasn't here I don't last think week. we did. Uh, Bullet Mustang. Yeah. Just a uh, week prior, I spent with a Bullet Mustang. And I don't care about the, um, the Steve McQueen connection. I've never seen the movie. It's the movie's man. eh. Uh, that's what everybody says. The it's chase fine. Is good. The car was awesome. Uh, it's a oh, 480 yeah. horsepower Mustang with great paint and real, yeah, real wow. subtle badging. Um, nice chunky tires. I think that's the best thing about that car is that it's the, the most subtle end. exterior oh. on the Mustang. The front end is beautiful. Yeah, the, the the grill is badgeless. Like there's no pony in it. Um, 
There's just the bullet badge on the tail. There's a bullet badge on the steering wheel. And then on the seats, it says Recaro in green. Um, the Highland green paint is amazing. The black torque thrust style wheels are oh, excellent. Watch that out. Uh, has a white shift ball, like a, like, almost like a cue ball shifter. Yep. Um, it, it was a blast. It, it was The engine sounds amazing. It has active exhaust, so you can have it quiet. You can make it loud. It sounded so good. Uh, oddly, I guess they pipe in some of the noise by way of speakers into the cabin, and it, I just don't see why they need to at all. Yeah, but it's uh, part for Ford the course just, in 2018. Ford just, it, no, it's not for everybody, though. Like, Ford just likes to do that on their cars. I know, but it's just, it's so unnecessary on that car. It sounds so good. Yeah. Um, I had a blast. I'd, love I'd say the same thing of like the ST and the RS cars. They do it on those cars too, and they yeah. don't need it. Well, those cars, though, at least, you know, smaller four cylinder turbos. Like, this is a legit. That makes way more sense V8. than a Mustang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the V8 just roars right through it. Well, it's uh, like, I think Lexus did it on the RCF too. And like, again, they, the but the way, the way they do it, though, so they get around it by saying we're not piping in speaker noise, we're using our speakers to boost. High, mid, and low frequencies. So, so like they're all not the frequencies. They, they they have this sounds real like they're using their way. speakers to like produce bullshit. That's what it yeah, sounds like. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So they 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 the Lexus. What they do with their speakers is like they produce tones that enhance the noise the engine is making. So the speakers aren't making engine noises. They're making tones. Which is totally not needed on that V8. Their V8 is an, an amazingly good sounding engine. Yeah. That GCF sounds amazing. G- GSF. 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 Yeah. yeah. The int- Lex is always really good at intake noise, too. Like, uh, mm-hmm. they, just, they just do some great they, stuff. B- that. But that motor, from what I understand, that V8 is going to be killed in like the next year or two. That's a bummer. Because they're going to go to um, turbo V6s. And yeah, that, that makes stuff. sense. I mean, it'd be cool. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, I like noises V8s. is cool. V8s are cooler, though. Well, it's yeah, cool, but, but like, the thing is, is that... What's cool? future? Uh, I thought you were going to say pee in your pants. <laughs> well, that's the coolest. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, Miles consider Davis. me Miles, Miles Davis. Davis. So, okay, good job, everybody. Uh, round of applause that's there. It, so we're going <laughs> to... Go out on a high next, Toll Booth Willie impressions. Um, so uh, <laughs> the other car I'm driving, which we drove here, is a V8 and it's even louder, and it's fantastic, and I'm pretty sure Chris knew what it was as we pulled up, strictly because his dick tingled. Uh, I didn't, and it didn't. I was busy with uh, messing with new audio equipment, so I didn't even hear you. Don't lie. We're here in the we ZR. Heard, we felt uh, look, the tingle. I, believe me, I inform you of all my dick tingles. <laughs> and really that does. one, There's a Slack channel no, for it and everything. I know. Well, I've got a little sensor built into it, oh, and God. it sends a signal over Wi-Fi. Uh, like, I oh, call geez. it a Rectotron 5000 sensor. Dick is tingling off the charts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we uh, I, I have the ZR1 this week. And, wow, that was um, a long way to get the same ZR1. It <laughs> is it is amazing. It is absolutely ridiculously the most mental production vehicle I've ever driven. I right. was talking to one of our friends earlier today, and he only got the car for a day because they took it back because he got a nail in the tire. John Klein had it for an entire day before they took it away from him. That can I complain uh, about it? Whoever had it before me has just absolutely destroyed the Cup 2s, though. The tires are... are it, was, it was Klein. Yeah. Uh, it was Klein right new. before you. <laughs> well, if it. you got a nail in it, though, they probably would have swapped the tires out. I think they just it. patched it. Depending on where it Great. was. Knowing, it, knowing the way that John treats tires on press cars, yeah. I, I'm almost 100% certain he was the one that had it right before. When I, did you get I it? I would be surprised. Uh, last uh, Wednesday or something. Yeah, he, he had to give it back on Tuesday. Great. Thanks, Jonathan. <laughs> um, Can I complain about it for like two seconds? If you tell me your complaint, 
Yes. The T-top makes terrible noise. It's never it, made that noise until we got on the It's not a T-top. It's or, the Targa roof. Yeah, it's Targa. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, the Targa makes shitty, I don't know noises. why it's doing that. It literally hasn't done it the whole I don't time. know it's why that car has it. a Targa roof. It yeah. shouldn't. It's going to sell like crazy. It is weird why. that it has. I think it's because the body is so strong now. It and it, and just it. like every C7 gets it. Even the Z06. Okay, so there's, there's a bit. Yes, the body is very, the structure is very, very strong. Because if you look at the sills on that car, they're huge. Um, but the reason they're not doing a different one is because they don't want to have different body tooling. Don't let them tell you otherwise. It's, right. They're full of shit. Right. Uh, but, I mean, if the body's strong enough to take it, the body's strong enough to take it. It's it's such a monster machine. And I want to answer this. Uh, I'm going to dive into your super chat question in a second. I just want to, before well, it goes away. Jason um, and I were talking the uh, Car and Driver Hot Lap uh, times last week. Or I can't remember what their branding is for it. Lightning Lap. Lightning, Lightning Lap. And that and the GT2 RS by far just swept that entire lineup. Yeah. It was faster around VIR than a 720S by a second and a half. It's insane. It's really? insane. Yeah, it's faster really? than the 918. It's uh, like five seconds faster than a 918. The GT2 RS is two sense. seconds faster than the Corvette, though. I know. Which is yeah. fucking crazy. But it's still like... Three times the price, so I'm like, yeah, no, okay, it should be. It's du- it is it's double the price, but it's I mean, that's how far the Corvette and the Porsche teams have gone. Yeah, is they can take what are normal ish platforms and push them beyond the hypercars. It's it's unreal, and you can drive it like a normal Corvette with its big silly wing, um, its loud exhaust, its big front uh, chin spoiler. And you could just cruise around in it, mm-hmm. cruise down the highway, and it's fine. It's got a nice sound system. It's got really nice seats. Um, it's got. Did you get? Did they give you one with the competition seats? Uh, yeah, I think so. They're yeah. the thin back carbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as you lay into the throttle, it fucking, it's unreal. You, it doesn't matter traction control. The lights don't even bother turning on yeah. to let you know that you're exceeding traction control. It's just like fuck it, man. Go but for that, it. That, you that, can burn it in third on the highway. Yeah, but that GM, the GM like chassis and, and traction control system is fucking amazing. Yeah. How much it tames those cars. Apparently, you can dial and slip now, which is what everybody mm-hmm. likes to do, which I didn't know. Uh, but before we continue, I just want to hit this super chat question from Owen 3D for you. Uh, live in a city in the Northeast. Is the Wrangler the best option for less than fifteen thousand dollar fun for winter and summer? Not a commuter, groceries and weekend fun. I mean, yeah, no. It's, it's WRX man. W. Sliding is better. What's better than sliding? Yeah, but if I'm thinking, so like when I hear that, thinking summer fun, I'm thinking like top down, and a Wrangler is hard to beat. Get a sunroof. That's not the same. Roll down the windows. I hate, no, that's not the same. Take off your windows and doors in the Wrangler. That's fucking people who take your windshield out of the WRX. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen on a production vehicle. Where I can take off my fucking doors and windshield. Tell that to and, every and single drive. Jeep owner. I will. And then I can drive on a public road with no doors and no windshield. Because that's... And that's safe. I didn't say it was safe. Then what, it's, it's fucking stupid. Right. It's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Okay. How do those things not so leak? So dumb, dude. Just out of curiosity. So I, and I've never owned one. Uh, but how the fuck do those things not leak like a sieve in the winter? I don't know. They just... The tops are good. I, I have... I've never owned one. So, like... Chime in and I chat if they if they do or don't. I'm just curious. Uh, I the people I know have had them. It seems like it's fine. Like yeah. the, the top, the soft tops are vinyl, so you know it's going to keep most of that shit out. And as long as you keep the side glass in good shape, and uh, if you if you constantly leave it up, 
you're gonna you're gonna like fuck it up potentially yeah. at least the older ones because it's like it Stretches. gets stuck and ruined so you have to like constantly be i guess i just have visions of like roadsters like miatas and stuff like that to where it's to where they have that problem of like it's an eventuality of oh it's gonna leak yeah uh no i you know i don't know i don't think that's a jeep issue i don't think Okay. It's a Jeep issue. I'm, I'm, so obviously, I could be... It's a legitimate... Like, I'm curious if people right. have issues with that. Um, you should get a Deborah X, so FYI. Um, but that ZR1, I've heard it is ridiculously fucking loud to drive. It's loud. It's fast. It's crazy. I came home the other night. I was telling Josh this. I came home the other night. And I was coming home kind of late from something, so I put it into uh, touring, mm-hmm. which you know basically locks it down to just two exhaust outlets and quiets quiets everything down. And I pull into my garage, and I have to kind of three point turn just to clear the nose. Yep. And I get in the house. My wife's like, "That car is so loud." I'm like, "I have it in full quiet mode. Like if I pulled in in the loud mode, I everyone in." The alleyway here. I remember when people thought the F type was loud, and things have gotten progressively louder since then. Yeah, that type was loud. It's it's still loud. I saw one the other day, and it's it's still a loud car. But like the the ZR1 and the 350, you know, uh, the GT350 R and the ZL1, right? They're all stupid loud. It's like ignorantly loud. Well, the Jag is the loudest. um, The Jag is the loudest on the throttle overrun. It's like still the king of that. Dumping fuel in the exhaust. Um, And so, but all but other cars are louder on pure throttle hard pull acceleration. Yeah. Um, GT0DR is stupid loud on hard pulls. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> so is this thing. It's so it's yeah. so awesome. You barely hear the supercharger at all. I didn't even. You, I only I yeah, I that like twice the whole time I've had. I it. mean, those are the those are I believe four rotor superchargers now, and like Eaton has has refined those things to the point where like you're not supposed to notice them. You know that. And the other it's thing amazing. is, is unlike the Z06, that is an appropriate less appropriately sized supercharger for that engine, so it doesn't have all the heat issues and all that shit. Now. You just reminded me of something. Yeah. On the way here, I mm-hmm. picked up Josh, and as I was pulling into oh, yeah. his office, I got a check engine light. Did you? I've never had one in a Corvette press car before. Um, again, I'm going to go ahead and blame Klein. And uh, no, it, it's it, I haven't had it all week. It just popped up. It didn't go away on a on a restart, and I can't sense anything wrong with the car. I told him it's not flashing, so don't worry about it. <laughs> fucking um, run it. <laughs> just out of curiosity, I've got a uh, code scanner. Let's hit it like right after the show. Okay. I'd be down for that. Um, so yeah, otherwise... Oh, other that, than no, that, that way you flawless. know if you can continue abusing it or not. Right. I, I haven't shot it yet. I have to shoot it tomorrow. It's going to be great as I'm driving with the fucking check engine light shining. PO21 misfire. I don't even know what that... Is that a Subaru code? No, it's all engine. Yeah, PO0. You have... Uh, so with OBD2, you have like the generic ones for every oh. motor, and then you get into the factory specific after that. Got it. Um, now we're switching gears to two very different vehicles that do not have V8s, mm-hmm. um, and are actually electric cars. I drove, but I want to talk about them because they're interesting for different reasons. Um, I drove two of Hyundai's new electric vehicles the other day, and I've been trying to get the I video I didn't up. even know they were making them. Um, Hyundai has a couple of electrics, actually. but um, So they have the new Kona, which is a gas vehicle they just made an electric version of, which is a compact crossover. So it's like a good alternative because it does, it's, it's better looking than any you know, Prius and, and whatever else and all the other shit out there. Except the Crosstrek. Um, but there's the no EV Crosstrek. There was an EV Crosstrek. 
What oh, about, there was a hybrid crossover. What about yeah. the Taycan? Excuse me. Uh, well, that's not out yet. <laughs> I actually kind of like the way the Model S looks. Uh, the Model S is fine, but yeah. this is this is affordable. The Kona EV is affordable. Yeah. Um, now, the other one that's more interesting, so the Kona EV is just a regular EV mm-hmm. with battery packs and motors. So it stores energy, and that's how it you know operates. The other, the other <laughs> car, bless you, is the Hyundai Nexo, which is a fuel cell vehicle. Oh, and that's a I, going into this... It's, there's nothing dangerous super about dangerous, it. Super sketchy. Okay, you're like the guy in that Archer episode, when, or when Archer's on the blimp, keeps talking about how they're all going to die. And he's yeah. like, sir, this is hydrogen. Not, you ever been on the Hindenburg? Whatever. You haven't, because it blew up. This is helium, not this hydrogen, is, yes, sir. Yes, exactly. Uh, so the, um, the fuel cell vehicle, make, is a fuel cell vehicle is an electric vehicle, except yeah. instead of storing energy, it produces energy. It turns hydrogen atoms into a, it splits the electrons on it so that it then that powers the engine and the battery. So that's what the Honda Clarity is? There's three versions of the Clarity. One uh, of them is one of okay. them is a, is a, yes, the Toyota Mirai, yeah. which is one of the ugliest cars on the road. So this is kind of cool looking. It's, you know, it's a crossover, which is smart of them because everybody's buying crossovers. It, um, it's, it has, its, it has a range of, Fuck, what was it? There's a version of it that has a range of 380 miles on, well, on a full, full tank. There's actually three tanks, but um, it can do the full. <laughs> there's two different. With a hydrogen station, there are two pumps. One is a lower pressure. One is a higher pressure. This can do the higher pressure. So you can refuel it in five minutes, which is beats an EV. So you can basically drive to San Diego and back, and that's it because the only hydrogen stations are in Los Angeles. <laughs> there, are 30, there are 35 in Southern California. Yeah. And by the beginning of 2020, there will be 60. Hydrogen is a dead fucking end. It, I thought so before this. The problem is that it's going to make a lot of sense in certain areas. And then uh, there are a surprising amount of automakers feeding money into this. And then the other really – there's a, two more interesting things. One of them is the scalability versus battery-powered vehicles is much more immediate. You can scale tanks and all that stuff. Whereas uh, with batteries, it's it's heavier mm-hmm. and more expensive. Okay. But then the other thing, this I found this fascinating about the Nexo. Yeah. It can take in dirty air and then release clean air, which was amazing to me. Wait. Well, so it's like a train. No, no, no. They showed a demonstration of it. Of, like there's, there's a balloon of dirty air being directed directly yes. to the intake, and then there's a balloon filling out the back, and the people it's, – it's it was amazing. What I was getting to is that's – that's a thing it can do, but I could also add that to my blender and call it a feature because yeah, it's but not a, a scale, feature though. that that thing requires to work. No, no, no. But yeah. it's 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 a nice so Side it has effect. a bonus over a standard battery EV in that because of the uh, potential byproduct of the hydrogen oxygen chemical reaction and the way it pulls in the air. Mm-hmm. So like imagine if they just employed fleets of these to roam around Beijing or or Bombay or something, mm-hmm. you know, and like just clean the air. Well, like, I mean you, it would take you seen forever. The, uh, have you seen the um the concrete that's been engineered to absorb uh, carbon dioxide? I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah. There's basically a kind of concrete that's now been engineered that's almost like a... It's not a catalyst, but think of it in kind of the catalytic converter manner in that it's a solid device with and through a chemical reaction and it actually absorbs So is it really dioxide. porous? Um, I'm not clear. I think it's like... Uh, have you ever seen like fire brick? Like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. I think that's basically the, the how it... Got it. The makeup of it. So don't lick it. But yeah, I think that the whole hydrogen thing is just, it's going to just die off. I thought that too. They, they, they did a, there are people really pressing this in the, um, 
the uh, product presentation period of this launch event. And people were kind of digging into them, like, what do you, and, and there's some, there's other automakers who I didn't know were involved in hydrogen. They get a lot of government grants and tax cuts just for pursuing those programs. Yeah. Which is, I was, it was basically intimated by me by a Lexus engineer that, that Toyota wouldn't even be following that if they weren't getting big tax benefits for it. Um, and that was, I don't know, two or three years ago that, that I was informed of that. And I believe it because the thing is, is that with super high voltage um, battery charging systems, and especially with the advent of uh, supercapacitors, you can transfer mass amounts of electricity in like no time. Like the new, um, like the Taycan, which has an 800 volt system, can do, can, can get something like 60 miles of charge in under five minutes. Yeah. Um, and versus like if, you were using a supercapacitor system, you could actually completely fill a supercapacitor system as fast as you can pump electrons into it. Yeah, but we're not, I mean, we're not, those aren't there yet, though. Well, supercapacitors exist. It's just we're not using them right. really in that in that manner yet. But that's almost certainly going to be where we get a lot of our um, immediate power push in, in future battery systems. Like, there are guys, and you, you can do this online, and you can actually see it uh, on YouTube of all places, like, Guys that just buy supercapacitor packs and replace the full battery system in their like regular time. in their regular car, they're replacing for like cranking everything with supercapacitors. And the cool thing is, is they weigh almost nothing and they charge instantly, huh. and they can discharge their full uh, current in instantly as well. So if you needed like a big power push, like say you wanted to build a drag car or something with yeah. them, it would be perfect because you could dump the entire amount of energy into the motor instantly. Huh, so you could do a four-wheel drive like drag system with supercapacitors, right? And basically, do zero to sixty in probably sub-second times. Huh. Um, now Hyundai made a good distinction in saying like a Kona EV would be perfect for, you know, around town and, and your day because it had a range of two fifty-eight, which is totally respectable. Does it have like a surf theme to it? Just out of curiosity. No, it it doesn't. The 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 gas one is available in some kind of funky, cool green color, but. There's, there's no surf theme to it. I, I know the name you're getting. At. I, th I think that they're missing an opportunity. Yeah. Uh, they might have launched. I think the launch for it, the gas one, was in Kona. Um, but I was not invited to that one. Um, so they made a good distinction of, um, you know, there's uh, Kona EVs for the maybe the more local person. And then you could use a Nexo. A Nexo buyer could be much more you could be more on the road nexo just sounds like a fake like brand from futurama or something it doesn't even sound real well i mean maybe that could work in its favor though uh it had some cool futuristic styling elements like a full length front led light um, the so, grill that thing looks like a vegetable slicer yeah whatever i texted you that's what it was nexo assembled by bender um, it looks cool though yeah it, it, i mean it was interesting it was very interesting it drove it drove nice enough um, so we'll see. Uh, again, like you, I'm, I'm one of those people like, why are you doing a, a fuel cell? Uh, but I, the other side of it is that Hyundai has some very big commercial vehicle-based yeah. stuff, and maybe they see a future there. Um, so Yeah, I could see, like, you know, in, in shipping purposes and stuff right. like that, potentially. Right. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Like but forklifts like forklifts and stuff, right? You know, and or I'm not trying to propane. shit on, like, your no, experience in that point course, at all. It's no. just one of those things to where... I just don't really see much of a future for hydrogen fuel cells. Right. I mean, if you live anywhere outside of here, there's none right now. So I, I, I right. totally get it. Um, I, I. Well, look I, how hard they used to try and push it for like laptop batteries and stuff like that. And everybody went, "Why? I can charge my phone in like an hour." Yeah. Ooh. 
Um, so they were interesting. Those videos, they were supposed to be out, but I'm, I'm having a, uh, I was sick, and then I had a bit of a computer issue, so the editing was taking a little bit longer. Uh, but whatever, that's neither. That's not a big computer issue. Should be fixed tomorrow. And there was some other shit too, because I also updated Premiere, and then it, it, I, I don't know, man. That's, it, <laughs> you ran into software update hell. Yeah, it, basically. Um, now I'm driving something completely different from all the other vehicles we just mentioned on Thursday. Our friends from Michelos, Michelos Classics, we drove their, um, they called it their hot-rotted 1973 Porsche RS tribute car, mm -hmm. which was a fucking awesome car, great build. Um, they reached out and said, like, hey, we have a Safari 911. Do you want to drive that? I'm like, yeah, of course I want to drive that. Uh, and the car I'm looks so rad. It's, an, it's um, an older, I'm trying to think of what era 911 it is i think it's an older one though it's not is the safari 911 becoming the rich man's rocket bunny frs yes yes i like that yeah yes um hold I, on let me text matt um his uh how many safari 911s get seen this year all of them no <laughs> actually that might actually happen there was a really good one last year though 20. i can't remember what it was but there was a super awesome uh one probably lean keen and lee keen's car it wasn't a lee keen car it was a different car didn't uh, lee keen show up with like a not finished speedster i don't know i don't know someone i literally that. i don't think i left the booth for more than about an hour the entire oh, yeah, time yeah, yeah, i was yeah. at sema last year um uh, so I'm, I'm super pumped to be driving that. I don't really know any details on it. I've seen two pictures of the car, but it's an older style 911, and it is super awesome, and I'm super pumped to drive it. Now, speaking of Mr. Farah, uh, Matt put his Mustang up on Bring a Trailer, oh, and yeah. the yep. internet reaction has been odd about uh, this. Isn't it like 70 yeah. Gs right now? 65. Yeah. yeah, I saw everybody. I saw like a good portion of the people on Jaloptic going, why the fuck would I spend this much money it's on a Mustang? So, like, they, I just, I don't understand why people would get so. And the bat comments were fifty fifty two. It's the internet, that's why. Like. But it's it's the he's giving half the money to charity. So, like, charity cars do one thing. It's uh, he built it in his style. He it's no reserve. So people could have been like, we'll give yeah. you ten grand. I don't, I don't think his style was anything special. His style was just kind of like what. Makes it was sense. by the best Mustang parts. Yeah, like yeah, but the not and that's not taken away from it. Yeah, I mean, well, no, that yeah, agreed. Yeah, I mean, I was there for the entire length of that build, still doing that show, and it was just people discount how much time went oh, into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there are a lot of parts that, like, from Maximum Motorsports and stuff like that, that should you know think they make good parts, but we're talking about cars where the chassis tolerances are like three quarters of an inch. So, and that's not a joke. One rail oh, was sure, like yeah. three quarters of an inch longer than the other. Jeez. And, um, Perfect. somebody gave him no. shit in the bat comments about how, uh, something related to the suspension, how these are typically tested and prototyped and, and stuff. And Matt replied like, no shit. That's, this is literally the car they did that on for this kit. And yeah. so like the people are, are just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, it I'm was boggled. Max, maximum motorsports and BBI autosport did the work, but yeah. it's also bat, which you look at any listing and it's, the yeah. same they're, thing on a smaller scale. They're tearing a, it apart. Well, it's, it's also because it's Matt's car that they're really getting on it. Oh, I didn't. Well, think about no, that. I think I think a lot of the 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 some of the the negative bat comments are not just because it's Matt, but because it Im immediately went to sixty five. Like the second bid was sixty five. Yeah, um, and it doesn't match their aesthetic because it's a Fox body. Uh, so it's already very high for a Fox body. Yeah. Uh, and they just like I I just keep they're 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 missing something there. And also I don't get why you would 
get upset about it anyway. The thing would be like, you know what? This car isn't for me, but good luck to everyone involved. And then walk away and yeah. shut the yeah, fuck up. I you asked you that, you would just tell me it's because of the internet. That's, y- yeah. yeah. You've got to look at it as it's not a $65,000 car. It's a car for, it's a Mustang that's that built for half that price because half that money is going to charity. You know, you're not buying $65,000 Mustang. You're buying a $32,500 Mustang. Right. And then the other thirty two five is going to charity. Yeah, but how am I trying to say this without being a fucking asshole? What's that? I'm assuming he's going to write this off. Uh, I mean, as much as he could. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, the buyer's not writing any of this off. No, the, the, because it's it, a transaction. No, no, it, says, it says in the thing... The seller gives. It said something about how the seller sends oh, 50% to charity, so point, they get the tax point. right got off. It, got it, got it, yes. got it, got it. Never but, mind then. But I, I think Matt still probably, there's something in there. I'm sure that Matt could do. But um, Never mind then. I take that back. But regardless, it's like, if you don't like the price of the car, then don't buy it. Oh, wait. It. So, so if it sells for 70 so if Jeff buys it for 70 he's cutting a check to bat for 35 and then a charity to 35 I think so. Okay. But no, that's all the cool. Way, that that makes either, sense. Either way... No matter who gets to write it off, it still goes to fucking charity. Yeah, but yeah. dude, spending seventy thousand dollars on cars are going to go charity. Don't give a shit. They just want to write it off. I disagree. Well, okay, yes. Well, that, that last bit, yes. Let's also look at the fact that somebody's spending seventy thousand dollars on a Fox body with IRS and everything. And while it was well done, and like, like I said, I was there for all the bloody details of that build. Like, and everything was sorted out, and it's got, like, a very specific steering rack from built from this month to myth, this month in yeah, the Cobra yeah, yeah. setup and all that stuff. Um, like, if you're buying that car for 70 grand, like, 70 grand like probably is not, like, something you're really worried about. Like, I wouldn't buy a $70,000. Or you just got that sweet insurance check, and you grew up listening to fucking mullet music in Kentucky. So you're feeling, yeah, maybe. yeah. I'm well, just getting not, to like, not a hit. All if right. you're willing to spend seventy thousand dollars on that Mustang, chances are seventy thousand dollars doesn't mean that much to you. Probably, yeah. right? No, I think you're right. Yeah. Right, um, but I, I don't know. It's just boggling. Or the opposite, the reaction. And, and again, I come back to if you don't like that, if you don't like that price and you think it's ridiculous, then don't bid on it. That's all you have to do. The yeah. internet is not made yeah, to shit on everything. It's made to voice your opinion, though. Well, maybe not made to, but it's the easiest way to voice your opinion. It is, but you should find better things to do with your time, as I have I done. I agree. I agree. I don't do any social media. I don't do any comments for the most part. Fuck all of that. There are better things to do. I tweet Chris all the time um, just because I know he'll log in one day and be like, what the fuck? Do we, you actually? I think I have in the past. It's computer <laughs> spam. I'm like, hey, should I buy this? Um, hey, make me computer Well, you have my number. You can I just don't get have your com- number. We're moving over to Patreon questions. Um Patreon questions first because they're better than everybody else. Dan Mosqueda, it was great ch- uh, chatting and trying some new beer yesterday. I noticed several Honda Clarity fuel cell vehicles driving up to L.A. One, mm-hmm. why are they ugly? Two, who buys leases these things? And do you have hydrogen fuel fueling stations in Southern California? Well, if we didn't, you wouldn't have seen them driving, first of all. Yeah. Uh, but Boom. Yes, we do, we do have them. Um, like we, we just actually just talked about it. We said the number of them. Don't I live around them. the corner from one of them. Um, uh, and Dan, by the way, I got your email, and I'll be following up with you later this evening when I catch up on my email tonight. And if you think the clarity is ugly, you should see a Mirai because it is. They're ugly for a reason, yeah. though, because that's that's the look of efficiency. That's um, a horrible reason. Well, <laughs> and it's also like it's that car's it's, not meant to look good at all. It's also meant well, to make a that's statement. That's terrible. That's a terrible design ethos, and that's terrible. If you're the a designer, look, the look of efficiency is terrible. No. The, oh, okay. It, efficiency can look good. 
But Tesla Model S, great example. Model S, or my dad but just bought more my dad just bought a new Volt. Like, there's nothing wrong with the way you're, the new no, Volt you're looks. you're right on that. You're right on that. I'll eat my humble pie. Yeah. There's no designer that goes, you know or, what? Efficiency means ugly to me. Or no. no designer would ever say that. Actually, and this may be a little controversial, I really like the new Accord Hybrid. That's I think it's fine. Like. I think it's a fine-looking car. I like the fine. new Accords. My dad bought one. It's great. Yeah. He tells me how fast it is all the time. I'm like, good for you, Dad. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to go hop in that ZR1 like, I have. Like my, my 20 to 50 is crazy. Yeah, it's, he commutes from just outside Boston to New Hampshire every day for work. Yeah. So it's the opposite of traffic, which is good. Um, but uh, he's like, yeah, I just I fly in that thing. I'm like, all right. <laughs> probably because it's quiet. Uh, I, well, before this, he had a, a V6 Explorer, and, he, and he'd be like, oh, yeah. it's, like oh. it's as fast as the V8. I'm like, okay. I just was like, all right. Sure it is. Sure it is. All right, Dan. Um, yeah, it was as fast as the V8 in 1954. <laughs> right. Um, Ryan Kelly just says, hi. Marshall Cash says, with SEMA coming up and Matt's new Focus RS video from yesterday, I'm mm -hmm. thinking about wheels. Do you think we'll ever see larger sidewalls make a comeback or will bigger wheels forever be associated with more premium cars? Sidewall is slightly making a comeback. Sidewall, it, yeah. Sidewall's always better. People have started realizing that cars that have no sidewall ride like shit. I do not understand why Ford put a 19-inch from the factory on that car you know how hard it is to find a 19 inch you, tire for the focus have you ever focus driven RS. a stock fiesta st they ride yes. like shit as well and i drove the rs when we had one i went to a i went to a bigger profile tire on my car just to make it slightly more bearable. i don't understand why they just do normally the bullet has 20s different but they're the tires and are the chunky like super sidewall. chunky yeah. it's got wheel wells to fit them yeah the, but the just tires like, are the, but the like, tire the, the tires look so good they actually had sidewalls it's like the, 50 right on the rear and a 40 on the front. Whatever it is, it's know. like the right amount. It looks the or it like, looks great. like exactly. Porsche gets it right with like, yeah. they get just the, like they do a low profile, but they do it to the point where it doesn't detriment the ride quality. Honestly, I think a lot of it is people are, are it's probably the same fucking tire. It's probably that Michelin Pilot Sport 4S, PS4S, PS4S whatever it is. Um, they, they've engineered that tire to maybe even look like it has more sidewall than it does somehow. So like I know it's slightly chunky for some I reason. I know Falcon yeah. for the, uh, FK 615, something like that. They used to purposely make it that when you would get some wear into it, your sidewall to like normal driving surface would mm -hmm. be a sharp edge. So it would look a lot taller because most tires will balloon over. Yeah. These Falcons, I, I might have been wrong. I was always, they always like, come in. I worked at a tire shop. They always came in. It was a very sharp edge. The BFs on my, uh, on my Fiesta mm -hmm. are very, very rounded. Uh, but I love those fucking tires. The Michelins on the bullet were pretty rounded for the most part, but it still looked like... It was awesome. Yeah, well, no, it makes for a smoother transition. No, for sure, for sure. Know? Um, I, I've never liked Falcon tires, to be honest. I don't have a problem. Yeah. But BFG right now is, is my heart. BF is very... I think, I will get I think Michelin soon, still I holds the title, but the BFs are so close. I grew uh, up in a Michelin It just depends on what shop, application so. I'm dealing with. Like for yeah. uh, slightly chunky off-road style tires, I'm going... BFG, and then for true hardcore performance car, I'd go Michelin. Uh, but there are plenty of really good BFGs, too. Uh, Facebook questions. Chris Cavallari, auto box Chevy SSs are stupid cheap right now. Free pass on the auto since it's an SS, or just wait for manuals to drop in price. Oh, I'm really trying. Pass. For, pass. Before you answer that, I'm really trying hard to enunciate everything because my nose is so fucking stuffy. You are the mucus king at the moment. So free pass. Free pass. For sure, 100%. I say get it because I don't see the manuals aren't. They're not going to come down much. No, they won't. If you can find a cheap auto SS, it, and it'd be a great daily driver and 
with an automatic. That and again, if you do, if and you a get car that, that size, like yeah, if you uh, if you tune that car, you can change the way that that transmission shift profile is a bit. I don't even think it's that bad. It is. It is. If it's, is it the eight speed or the six? Uh, I think Probably it's the six. six in that. Oh, then if it's the six, it's better. Yeah, it's the six. It's, yeah. a, it's fine. Um, yes, get it. Um, Steve Booten. I'm thinking about getting rid of my GMC 2500 HD since I don't need to tow as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Would a mid-2000s LX470 be a good Connecticut four-season daily? Yeah, it's They're pretty Connecticut. Is, what's yeah. like the maintenance on that going to be? It's a Toyota. But not on like important parts. It's a Toyota. I mean, it's a Land Cruiser underneath. That's a Good Land point. Cruiser. Um, that's less Lexus-y than the rest of the Lexus. That's a no, yeah. That's a I Land mean, Cruiser. it's a truck with a nice interior, and it's Connecticut, so you look fancy as hell. Um, and it's it yeah. It's, that's a, if if that's your wheelhouse, go for it. Uh, and <laughs> Might there's I also more, and more people off roading them too. So if you want to do enthusiast shit with that's, it, that's, the parts are there. That is over. I can also right endorse a used Macan. There you go. <laughs> That's a, another good... Get the LX and then overland the fuck out of it. <laughs> um, yeah. Hell yeah. Stephen Muller, did you ever review that mountain bike gear you mentioned a bunch of episodes back? We were going to, but um, it's just... So part of it, the, what they sent me was um, pants, and it's just been too fucking hot to wear the pants when you're mountain biking. Lately, though. So, yeah, we yeah. waited for it to cool off, so a review of the mountain bike gear is coming soon, I <laughs> promise. We wait, It cooled off, and then this week it shot back to 90 degrees. Like, it's a little, it's it, a little warm. Also, right it now. was 50... No, it was 49 when I woke up this morning at my house. Yeah, and it was 90 degrees. And, then, the I le- and then Jeff picked me up, and it was 85. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the Santa Anas are terrible right now. Um, Niles Rogers asks, which Land Cruiser is best Land Cruiser? For me personally, I love the FJ60s. So that's the 80s Land yeah. Cruiser. Um, the, the original, the FJ40s are fucking I love, great. I love the Icon one. The Icons are so pretty. Uh, I like some of the ones we didn't get, too. I think it's the FJ55, maybe, that's uh, like that Iron Pig one. That are, uh, it's that, Those are cool. I think it's a 55. There's a bunch that we didn't get are awesome. There's a There are pickup truck versions. There's a... Um, an FJ70 that Toyota reissued and remade. Oh yeah, um, just like three years ago, uh, which was really cool. But it was Japan only. Um, Japan so gets all the cool FJ60 shit. though, since it's just US. Emil Stenfors Markinson, why LS swap is the most dumb thing to do? Um, I it, it's not dumb. It's just easy and boring. What is yeah. Your, wait, what is he re- referring to? Like anything specific? I, or? It might not be. Uh, or just in general? I don't think it's an English first, first language question, but oh, okay, I can understand it. what they're saying. It was written fine, Emil. Oh. There's um, a big, one of the big reasons that And if it was your first language, yeah. then maybe we need to talk. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> I mean, there's a big reason that it's so popular, and that's because by far it is the most tunable and adaptable platform out there. Not like, even it's that. Cheap. It's, it's cheap it's and cheap it's reliable. Who, so what's an LS3? 350 horsepower, 360 no, no, horsepower, no. something like that? 430. 430? Yeah, okay. That okay. Oh, I was, okay. So what car on this planet needs more than 430 horsepower? Needs. I'm talking yeah. needs. Well, and pretty much nothing. To give you an idea, I 430 is what they rate them in in the cars. They yeah. sell the same motor as a crate engine with 480. Yeah. So let's call it, let's just round up 450, right? Split it. What car needs more than 450 horsepower? It's hard to use more than that. Exactly. You dump that in there, and as long as everything's wired and run correctly, all you got to do is put spark plugs in it every three years and change yeah. the oil. Well, my point like, being is, like, there are a lot of engines that could be decent candidates for a swap, but the problem is is you can't tune them. There is no tuning software. There is no adjustability. Right. Like, that's one of the biggest problems. Like, the Hemis should theoretically be a really good swap, 
but again, tuning's a bitch. The Coyote yeah. motors are a little more popular. Size, though, too. They're big, though. The LS is just an easier package. It is. Um, they fit in 240s. Like, they the, fit in you could the go back on of Porsches. Like. Facebook Marketplace and probably just find just the engine, no trans, no harness, for like $300, $400. Yeah, and that's an LS. That's not. That's discounting the, the truck engines. The LQ9s? Uh, the LQ9s, yeah. the LQ4s. Which are just, aren't they the same? Just they're not, like an iron. They're, not, they're iron right now. So they're, they're an right. iron block. So if you're not worried about the weight, they're super cheap. Yeah. And like a lot a popular motor is to buy a 5.3 truck motor, flip the, the flip the Vortex. manifolds around and throw turbos like on the manifolds. Yeah. They're literally kits for like $2000 like turbo kits for that that'll make those 7 800 horsepower. Bananas. Yep. Bananas. Uh, so the LS to sum up, it's cheap, it's easy and it works really really well. Uh, and it's supported. Everywhere. And it's like Right, and GM is, is does I think GM does the best job of um, offering standalone. Here's an engine. Here's a transmission. There's a box of parts. Yeah. Go make it work. I think they're still the only one that offers a full emissions legal yep. package. Yes, from the factory. Yeah. Ford doesn't do that yet. No, nope. yeah. they were going to for a while, but I wish they it was would. Supposed that, to be like three years ago. That Coyote motor is. I love that motor so much. It is. It's it's what are you going to fit it in though? though? That's that's well, it'll fit like. What what will LS fit in that I won't? A lot of things. A lot of things. Like, such as? I mean, I don't think you're stuffing one of those in a 240. Yeah. Yes, you are. How much modification is needed? Probably the subframe. But if you're going to put a new fucking motor in it. And yeah. the only reason I know it fits is because Kelsey Rawlings drifts one, and I, she was at F1. Of the coyote But just FRS. think of, like, yeah, no, no, just think of the billion oh. things. Oh, it'll that get fit in FRS. Steph Papadakis did it. I'm just thinking, like, of the billion I, I things that get an LS motor. Like, you can have an LS motor and, like, not hate yourself. Yeah. And then, like, you get a Coyote motor. And not that it's not a great well, motor. Well, Coyote was but, a like, Cayman. It's almost impossible to fit in it. Yeah, but that Cayman was I, so I, chopped I, yeah, to bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I think for, I think for the person who's going to be motor swapping, it's – and, like, cons- like, for something for fun, like a 240, like uh, an FRS or something. It's definitely still there. I don't think it's too much more work. But yeah. I think in the general, well, like, you're not. Alter- is this what I want to do? Like, probably not. Typically, like, you're also not. You're not altering the weight balance with an LS engine. Either, no, you're really not. Which yeah. you would be with the Ford because it's yep. a lot heavier. No, for sure. Also, for sure. Cost. Coyotes are expensive as fuck. Yep. Yes. So well, they're going down since SN187s are getting ran into crowds everywhere. So, um, that was our moment of zen several weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Uh, so last That's question on fuck. Facebook is from Matthew Carpenter. He's asking if someone is buying my Mercedes. Um, no one is buying my Mercedes yet, but someone may have test-driven it. So I will leave that at that. Uh, and I'm jumping over to Twitter because we do have a few questions on Twitter. Um, let me see. Uh, what's the ideal vehicle for a farmer's market vendor? Nova Wagon. A Citroen H-Van. What's um, best Oh, in- Mercedes Sprinter van. What's best at blocking a farmer's market from 90-year-olds driving into them? Mercedes Sprinter van. Or like an, <laughs> any bus. of the... Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Short bus. Um, Small street. Any of the major vans are, are fine, like uh, the Transit, the Sprinter, what about SV. What about some of those funky 60s vans with the van front but the truck bed in the rear? Those like would a be Centurion? Cool. Yeah, those would be cool for and a... Uh, that would be cool, For actually. a farmer's market. That is a very good answer. Uh, you know what else would actually work? And it, and like this is the only time you'll ever hear me answer it this way, El Camino. Yeah. Or Ranchero. Yes. 
I like it. I'm down with that. Um, okay, good answers. Uh, if Patrick Montgomery at WP Montgomery uh, asks, if you could stuff an M550D X drive under the Wombat, would you? Delightful powertrain? No, because I dislike BMW that much. Um, no. Can you elaborate on your hatred for Bavarian Motorworks? I just don't. They were the, in my opinion, they were the first one to stray from their initial who they were. Um, they were the first one to do it out of everybody. And everybody when? else, a lot of people have done it since. But like BMW used to be the ultimate driving machine. It's gotten to the point. Did you see that thing in the news last week where the guy yeah, was upset for the E46, yeah. that everybody's saying that their cars aren't as good as they used to be? Well, yeah. like, well, dude, that should tell you something. When did they stray away for you? Um, like what vehicle? After... The E39, maybe it was. Well, no, because the E—I mean, the E46 was still good, and then it was the E92s. E92. That's probably the start of it. Really? Well, just no. after that. Just after that, I liked the V8. Yeah, the so that, I like the V8 M3s. So the F82s, you don't like? Them they just kind of—it it wasn't like a hard line. It's just it, like it morphed. Do you it, mean with their M series or just like them as a as a as a company, as oh, a okay. brand? They okay. don't give a shit about their performance cars. They're not. You can't even get the new three series with a stick anymore. And I get that. I get that nobody buys a stick, so I, I yeah, get it. It's, it's an can. accounting thing at a certain point. Barely. What do you mean barely? Like, I, if you told me, that, I, I bet if we looked up the amount of people who buy those with a stick, it'd be so low. It'd be oh, insane. yeah. But that who's, whose fault is that? That's the people buying them. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I think it's a mix, to be honest. Well, I don't no. know. We want sticks. Yeah, but nobody else exactly. does. Uh, nobody I'm okay does. with it. So long as the dual clutches they offer are very good, I don't know. I just th I don't. They're they're the DCTs. They used to be the ultimate driving. They used to be the ultimate driving yeah. machine, and they're they're not. But w what's I, yeah. better than an E? What, what are they fucking the F eighty two M threes? Is that, that the current ones? Yeah. Um, I don't know. The C sixty three, the ATS V drives a lot fuck time ATS, better. Well, that car doesn't exist anymore. No, it does. I thought they can can it this year. No, this is the last year. Of oh, it. got it, got it, got it. They they canned the sedan this year. Oh yeah, um, the, but the sedan's like one that mattered. Um, but the C sixty three is better. So is everybody talks about how the um, steering in the M four M three sucks now too because it's. I want to know. I'm not. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I want to. And know. then like, don't forget the RS four. No, not a, no, no. We don't way. get the RS four though. Uh, Even a tuned S four is still not as good as an M three M four. There's no way. Okay, RS, still No, I take that back. An, S an RS3 is it's a perfectly fine competitor for that. An S4 no, doesn't that, right? An S4 doesn't compete against an M3. No. So, but I, I would argue but an that an RS5 RS3. against an M4 is intriguing. Yes. And it's faster. An yes. RS3. And that's what I meant, not the RS4, the RS5. An RS3 against like a M2 or M235 for an S The RS3 spins. No, no, I'm saying the RS3 for the M2 and then the which I agree. Yeah. And then an M240 or M2, whatever that was. 235i. That said. 245 for an S, I would still take the BMW That said, S. all of those cars in the Dynan variants are way better. Oh, yeah. That M. Yes. Yeah, M2 but you can't, you can't compare amazing. that, though. And well, if you want to go aftermarket, then you right. go, like, APR. I yeah, I never, like, bring it in the aftermarket. Yeah. But stuff. I think that, you know. But Dynan's that weird borderline I, where it's, I think like, the, it's still I think right now, I think the ATS-V is like the E92 V8 of this generation. I like it. I think it's the one everybody's going to look back on and go, why didn't I buy that? I don't think it's... Do you think it's be reliable, though? I don't know of anybody having major problems with the LF4. It hasn't been out very long, though. 
Well, not well. The well, no, they've been around for a while now. But not in that trim, right? With uh, that much power with two turbos, like no, the LS, like I want it to be good. Like, like I want one in five. Those years. motors, I know for a fact, uh -huh. like are good to almost six hundred okay. without like issues. That's cool. Like insane with the and that's where they like the CTS. Is that sport. interior going to age poorly though, on the ATSs? Um, in terms of wear and tear, or how they look, both. Um, I don't think it's going to be any better or worse in terms of like aging, in terms of appearance. Uh -huh. um, quality wise, I don't know. Um, just in terms of the materials, I think they'll probably be okay because I haven't had like any big complaints with like GM interiors falling yeah. apart at old age with like modern stuff. But old stuff was garbage. Like it, my Camaro's interior was. Is shit. an ATSV going to be cool in 10 years because it was only made for a certain amount of time? Or is it gonna be I think cool? it's going to be. A, or is it going to be cool because it was just a good car? Because a, I think it's an M3 be, is cool because it's a good car. I think it's going to be cool because it was, they're relatively rare. Mm -hmm. And frankly, out of this generation, it's the best chassis. It's the Alpha chassis. Period. The Alpha chassis is very good. I agree on that 100%. Uh, I, just, I don't like Camaro. But straight, so. and as much as I'm advocating this car, I couldn't ever really get fully in sync with the ATSV when I drove it. I just, because of the other stuff I have, just going to that was a little jarring where I just mm. never felt in sync with the with the power curve and everything on oh, the drivetrain. Okay. But it is objectively, it's awesome. And that car just wants to spin its tires oh, that's cool. everywhere. I think all kind of all those cars in that class kinda wanna do that. Especially that the one, C63. That one and the C sixty three are yeah. like I'd say the ATS and the C sixty three are equally as happy to do that. But they make the same power, so um, but back to Patrick's question, it, the, that is a great powertrain, but again, yeah, I, I, I also, I want, um, rear wheel drive. So there's yeah. that. Um, <clears throat> so when someone makes a $500 option, that is super simple to get Q out of the ATS. I feel like it'll be more desirable. Um, you use your yeah, Chris, potential Chris has got it. audio system. Maybe. Or you can just on it. I, like, they have Could you aftermarket in a car like that, or is it too embedded into no, the car? No, it's too embedded because yeah. it controls everything. But my suggestion is, is like, oh yeah, because there's just not even use like CarPlay or Android Auto, and that fixes the problem. But does that have CarPlay and Android Auto? Yes, they do. Oh, yeah. then stop complaining. That's the fucking future. Yeah. Um, so I mean, the only thing that that you get hung up on that that point is the climate controls, but that's not that big a deal, right? Um, but like, turn the roll the windows down, you're fine. Like, <laughs> turn the heat seaters on. The so, um, thinking of interesting cars that have coming up next week is the uh, the Hyundai Veloster and Thunder Hill. Oh, and then I'm doing some random shit with Bentley, which I'll talk about more next week. Um, if you're going to be doing random shit with anybody, Bentley's a pretty good choice to be that's doing. Pretty good, yeah. You might go like falconing. Well, I, I joked that that was on oh, the list, but it's not on the list. Um, I'm going to the Pirelli World Challenge race at Laguna Seca. So if anybody's going up there, hit me up. On Twitter, have, email, and it is no that. longer Mazda Raceway Lagoon. No, it's WeatherTech. It's I mean, even it like rolls Mazda. off the tongue, doesn't Weather it? WeatherTech. I'm going up to the WeatherTech circuit. Um, so <laughs> there's that. Josh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? Uh, Instagram at Mister Steal Your Dog. That's the best place to reach. Mister Steal Your Dog. Yeah, you say that every time I say that. Yeah. You want wheels and stuff, let me know. We'll talk. Chris, uh, yeah. tell everybody about Shout Engine. As usual, if you want to do a podcast, go over to Shout Engine. We will hook you up with the hosting and all that fun stuff. It's your responsibility at that point to be good and to post to iTunes. But we get you the basics. There you go. We're um, not always good. 
we're good most of the and time. That's, no, uh, no. that's episode 268 for the week. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, I promise not to be as stuffy for the next one. And uh, we will see you uh, a week from now. Yep. Oh, do we need a moment of zen? Uh, I don't think we have a moment of zen this week. No, so no. We're, we're just going to say goodbye. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>